Are you sitting in a space where you are struggling with anxiety? Do you feel like a prisoner to the cycles of depression? Do you feel stuck in your life and feel frustrated and lost, but yet you know there is so much more on the other side of this mental breakdown? I want to hold your hand through this therapeutic life healing journey. I will help you navigate emotional healing, spiritual growth, and taking action so you can align your mind, body, and spirit to completely transforming your life. You are worthy of the life of your dreams, of stepping into your power and experiencing your breakdown as your breakthrough. Hey, I'm Adit. I'm a therapist, a mindset coach, and I want to partner with you so we can heal your life together. Welcome back to Therapeutic Life Healing with me, Adit, your host. I appreciate you being here, taking the time out of your busy life and staying here to invest in yourself and really encourage you to continue to take care of your mental health and your well-being during such wild times in the world where we see so much human suffering all the time on top of what you are already going through in your own life as well. It's a lot. So just want to remind you and encourage you to take breaks, take care of yourself, take care of each other. And at the end of the day, that's the best thing that we can do so we can keep having energy for another day. In today's episode, I really want to explore with you grief and loss in the form of actually having experienced lost loved ones and depending on what your beliefs are about the afterlife. But for me, being Christian, I I think about my loved ones transitioning into heaven and being with God and watching over me, but, you know, really tapping into your own beliefs or whatever they are, um, just thinking about you and taking this time to talk in this episode about how to work through grief. And as it comes up, when you miss your loved ones, uh, it's important to kind of slow down and think about what you need along the way, because grief is forever, because it's rooted in love. Now, before we dive into that episode, I really want to just take a moment to thank you for leaving reviews, subscribing to the podcast. If you haven't already shared this podcast show with a friend or a family, think of one person in your life who would benefit from this podcast show and the content of it. Let them know you're thinking of them and why you're thinking this show would be helpful for them on their healing journey, on their growth journey, and investing in their well-being. And then send them the link. Let them know uh, that they can tune in as well. And this is how we expand and encourage more people to take care of themselves along the way in this wild world uh, that we're all living in at the same time. Now, why I want to dive in today's episode specifically about grief and loss in the form of having a loved one having had died, and uh, today is my dad's anniversary, actually his birthday, not anniversary, Um, you kind of start losing track of like all the anniversaries and birthdays and whatnot, so actually March 1st is the date I'm recording uh, this episode, it'll be released later, but you know, just really want to call in his spirit uh, in this episode and have him be a part of this recording um, because I miss him and I love him and I always am thinking about him. And so I really just kind of want to return back to why I started this podcast show in the first place was because 
when my sister passed, it was important for me to go into my own healing journey and discover parts of myself that were really uh, suffering and in pain and that taking it out on other people that I love and it wasn't fair. And I also hated life. I uh, wasn't happy. It was miserable. Um, and I had to work full time and pay bills and do the daily things. And not to say I didn't have good moments and happy moments here and there, but I was in a lot of sadness day in and day out. But that grief never leaves. It doesn't mean you do the work and then you never miss the people. You never get sad again. You don't think about them. And then, you know, you're kind of consumed by the reality of their presence not being here and uh, kind of go back to those early on feelings of shock or denial or anger or sadness. Um, So for me, it's important to return back to that uh, conversation and being my dad's birthday today, I think it's special to kind of pause and remember him and thinking of you all who are tuning in and the loved ones that you have lost um, along your lifetime thus far. So just starting to, I think the most important thing thinking about is that grief is rooted in love and that it doesn't go away. That's why, you know, grief is the final act of love. And, you know, I think that if you have been struggling, missing a loved one who has passed on, that it's okay. Your grief matters and it probably needs some space to be seen and heard and supported and thinking about ways that you can honor your grief and honor that love that exists between you and the person who's passed on Sometimes we think about these grand gestures that we have to do to honor our grief. And I'm here to remind you that it's in the small moments. It's sometimes even in the silent moments in your, within yourself, just, you know, a simple kind of conversation that you can have with your loved one and thinking about them or looking through photos, which is something I love to do from time to time or videos if you have them, if you have voice recordings and, Sometimes it's helpful to also talk to loved ones who knew them and exchange stories and remind each other of uh, things that they used to do or say and maybe hear new stories that you never heard about them because other people have different memories that they can share with you. And that's always um, kind of another way to bring them back to life and honor their legacy, honor their impact and honor that they existed and they had a full life with people who love them and that their death doesn't mean that all of that goes away. In fact, it actually gets enhanced. I think that we can't stop thinking about them actually, you know, because uh, the ironic thing is when someone is alive, you're not maybe thinking about them all the time. Um, You know, you, you kind of know that they're there and, um, you have access to them. So it's you know, not on your mind all the time or as often. But when someone passes away, you know, it's interesting how that changes and they're on your mind actually a lot, right? You see the gaps uh, of their absence. You see where you wish that they were around so you can give them a phone call or that you could um, go visit them or hug them. And all of that is really sad, 
really, really sad when you think about the reality of their existence not here. And um, it's okay to honor that sad and cry or release in whatever way feels uh, healthy and safe to you. You know, sometimes going for a walk in nature connects me to my dad because he loved walks. He loves the trees. He loved the birds. Uh, just kind of the simple things in life that are essentially free in here. You know, he was a very simple man um, with deep thoughts. And uh, I think that's where I get my deeper philosophical side is from him um, and this love for Mother Earth and nature. So think about your person and think about what ways um, honoring them would look like and getting you closer to connecting to them. So maybe going to their favorite restaurant, having their favorite food or meal or cooking it. Um, it's in so many different ways that you can honor it. And it's really uh, hard and sad. You know, it's kind of this bittersweet feeling because you're like, dang, I wish they were here um, to do it with me. Or you do it and it's so sad, you know, and the sadness can be all consuming. So pace yourself or wait until you can kind of um, get to that sweet spot where it's it's bitter, but it's also sweet. You don't want it to be all bitter and like forcing yourself to go like, do something that you might not quite be ready for, especially if it's a fresh loss. Um, that can take some time. You know, it's definitely taking me a lot of time um, uh, from some of my losses that I can now talk about them or I can uh, honor them in a way that feels like that bittersweet for me. Um, with some losses that are still really fresh, I can't go there yet. It's just too soon. It's too raw. It's too much, too overwhelming. And knowing myself, I just won't be able to really um, feel the benefit of the sweetness because I have so much on my mind with other things going on in my life. Uh, the world is just like stressors. So it's just not the time to try to explore a fresh raw wound that isn't ready to heal quite yet. And I think that's important too. not forcing yourself to have to jump into your healing and, you know, uncover these pains that you might just not have the capacity, emotional capacity, physical capacity to really explore quite yet and trusting that you will one day. Um, and when you are ready and it's clear that you're ready, then investing and, even getting professional support to support you through the way. Uh, I definitely had a therapist along the way for myself to help me process my grief and loss. Uh, several times I invested in a therapist to help me. And I'm even considering going back again for the fresher losses that I've had, like my best friend and my cousin, so that I can start that healing part uh, of having their losses. So, not one grief journey is the same. Not one way is the right way. I think, you know, society tries to put pressure to, you know, grieve a certain way or to um, kind of show up in a different way. And, and you might not be ready for that. Or you might get pressure from your loved ones or other people in your life to move on or stop crying or whatever it is that they might say. And that's not helpful either. So if you're a loved one, um, you know, just being able to give space to each other to grieve the same person in different ways. You might be in the same family and having lost the same parent, 
but you might grieve differently. And again, no one way is the right way. Uh, it's such a personal journey that I think it's really unfair to put pressure or judgment on how somebody grieves. I think that's just not okay at all. Um, and never works ultimately. I think if anyone told me early on how to grieve or how to be, even now, I'd be like, mm. <laughs> side eyeing them, like, uh, yeah, take that somewhere else because that's not 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 okay with me. You don't get to tell me how to grieve. Like, very protective. Like, I'm very you know kind person, and I will protect myself and um, honor like what I know is good for me and kind of side eye you when you try to tell me what to do. Like, nope. So, um, you know, call me stubborn, but I know myself well. And I also am um, a proponent that grief, again, is not a, a single way is the right way to grieve. I think there's ideas that people can, uh, you know, give you uh, advice if you're looking for advice. You can, you know, let people know like, hey, I'm I'm wondering if you can support me with this and I'd like your advice. I'd like your opinion, but don't insert your opinion when it's not asked for. Um, most of the time people who are grieving, they just want to talk. They want to share their memories. They want to share how they feel. Um, they don't necessarily want answers. They don't want to have uh, kind of this feeling that people are trying to fix them. That's oftentimes why people who are grieving don't talk about what they're going through with other people in fear of trying to get fixed when it's like, you can't fix this. It's not, and it's not a, a tire that you need to like f put a new tire on a car and like fix me. Like there's nothing to fix. It's just being able to give that space and time to, you know, share and release memories, thoughts, feelings, and that's it. Like, there's nothing more to do beyond that. Um, I think validation goes a long way. Asking, you know, questions, open-ended questions with your loved ones to just say, like, how has, you know, uh, this loss impacted you? Um, your dad passing away, how do you think it's it's impacted you? What has that experience been like for you? So asking people questions like that will get them to open up if they feel safe and ready. Um, and if they don't, that's okay. And if you're not ready, you let people know that too. Like, hey, this just isn't the time I feel like talking about that. Thanks for understanding. Simple as that. So this episode really isn't, you know, kind of the typical episodes I record where it's like, you know, take this strategy away or how to overcome this. It's just kind of just, you know, me talking to you, not no scripts, just from the heart, uh, kind of how I did the first episode. And if you haven't tuned in to that, uh, I encourage you to go listen to it. Um, I just opened up my mic, no script, and just started talking. And same thing with this Um episode, you know, I have a um, opportunity here to just share my heart with whoever's tuning in. And I just oftentimes want to just do that with a place of rawness within me. And it may resonate and it may not. And that's okay. I just have to honor my truth and uh, show up in a way that feels authentic and uh, intentional for me. So whoever's tuning in, I hope that you take good care of your grieving heart, uh, know that it's rooted in love, and uh, to honor the person who has passed or the people who have passed um, in your life and honor them when you feel ready. And I uh, send so much love to you because it's not an easy journey or experience to go through. At times it's 
a little bit easier to hold. And at times it's a lot harder than you could have ever imagined. Um, so, so much love to you on your grieving journey. Um, and know that it is rooted in so much love, you know, kind of come coming back to that as a supportive reminder with that. I wish you a wonderful rest of your week. Thank you for tuning in today's episode. And I trust it'll be something that will be supportive for you in your day and take good care of yourself, take good care of each other. And if you think of one person, you can send this episode to send them the link, let them know why you're thinking of them. And we definitely need more positive, supportive, loving communication with one another and news in the world that really is healing and uh, inspiring. So with that, I'll see you here next week. Thank you so much for listening to the Therapeutic Life Healing Podcast. If you found this episode helpful, please take a moment right now and think of one friend you can share your biggest aha moment from this episode. And if you haven't already, please leave me a review. I read each and every single one of them. I know you're someone who values helping others. And by taking these actions, you help me help more people. And as a thank you, I would love to send you my free squirrel quiz to help you discover your unique life balance and boundaries. You can access this free quiz by going to aditsi.com and signing up. I hope you find the moments of peace throughout your week you so deserve. Be well, friend, and see you next Friday.